Mike Slater. Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, I want to talk about confirmation bias because I think it's the most powerful force in our lives, truly. It's the most powerful subliminal force in our lives. You know what I mean? The Holy Spirit is. But you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, subliminal, like unknowing force that everyone has. Is that a better way of putting it? Not a new phenomenon. I just quoted from Thucydides, right? He noticed it thousands of years ago. And I think it's the most powerful force when it comes to how we take in news and how we interpret news and how we make decisions for candidates. We do it all the time. The reason I I thought of it is because I noticed that different people support Donald Trump for opposite reasons. Not different reasons. That's, that's, a, that's a different thing. And different reasons, that's fine, right? You support him because of his ter- trade policy and you support him because of his whatever, healthcare policy, right? Those are different reasons. And it's one thing to support someone because of varying degrees of a similar reason, right? You may support Donald Trump because he's going to raise tariffs by 20%. Someone else may support Donald Trump because he's going to raise tariffs by 40%. That's a varying degrees. I'm saying there's people who support Donald Trump for opposite reasons. Right? I support Donald Trump because he voted against the Iraq war and he doesn't want to go into the Middle East. And then someone else says, I support Donald Trump because he's going to carpet bomb everyone and, and kill ISIS's family members. Right? So like people support for totally different, opposite reasons, which is wild. How can that be? How can Donald Trump be all things to all people? I guess how does he get away with it is the thing. Why don't people call him out on that more often? Why don't people, why doesn't everyone, truly everyone say, well, hold on. These are opposite things. This person supports you, Donald, because you're going to deport 11 million people. This person supports you because they think you're going to support amnesty. How how does that work? Confirmation bias. And we do it all the time. I think our brains are the least understood thing on the planet. I really do. Like Our brains in the ocean. Like We have no idea what's going on in the ocean. We really don't. And we have no idea what's going on with our brains. We have no clue. Give you an example. Do you know... That we constantly see our nose. Our nose is in our line of sight. But we don't see it because our brain ignores it. Our brain knows that there's nothing important going on at the end of your nose. So you don't need to look at it all the time. So we ignore it. Our brain literally ignores this thing in its line of sight all the time, except for right now, because I mentioned it. Like right now you see your nose, right? Admit it. You see your nose right now because I mentioned it. And now it's really annoying. You're like, stop. I don't want to see it anymore. I'm just wait a minute and it'll go away again because you'll stop caring about it again. Isn't that interesting? Your nose is right there all the time, all the time. You never see it, though, until I mention it. We do that with information, too. If you're buying a car, for, let's, say, if, let's say, I'll just be general. If you're, let's say your lease is running out on your car. You got like a month left on your lease and you're looking about what you're going to do next. All you see are car commercials everywhere. The truth is there's always car commercials. You just don't pay attention to them because you're not in the market for a car. If you're a woman and you really want to get pregnant, but you're having trouble getting pregnant, all you see is pregnant women everywhere, pregnant women everywhere. And you're like, why, are, why is everyone pregnant all of a sudden? <laughs> They've always, there's always been that many pregnant women. You just haven't noticed them because you didn't care. 
Dane Cook has a funny stand-up bit. He says, when you don't have love, it feels like there's a party going on and everybody was invited except for you. And you just happen to be walking by that house in the rain. You look in the windows and everyone's in there having a great time and you say, oh, I wasn't invited to this party. But then once you're in love, that's like being inside the party going, where's my jacket? I got to get out of here. I've been at this party for six years. I want to see other parties. Point is, if you just had a breakup, all you see is love birds around you, right? Right. If you see it, you see you had a breakup, you're feeling down about it and you walk around and all you, you just see people canoodling on park benches everywhere. You're like, how? Would, it's because you're aware of it now. Confirmation bias. We hear what we want to hear. We ignore what we don't want to hear. This is why I get emails every day on my local show. And this is why I'm getting tweets and emails right now from people yelling at me because I support Donald Trump. And then I get emails from people yelling at me because I don't support Donald Trump. How, how is that possible? Literally in the same segment, I will do a segment and people will say, Slater, I'm never listening to your show again because you support Donald Trump. You are so in the bag for Donald Trump. And the same segment, I will get emails. Slater, I will never listen to your show again because you don't support Donald Trump and you need to start supporting him because he's the only real guy. And I'm thinking, what in the world? How is that possible? And it's because of confirmation bias. It depends on what you want to hear. For instance, my local show, I don't know if we'll have time to do it now. We did a segment on Mar-a-Lago. So Trump did his press conference uh, or his victory speech, I guess, but it was a press conference um, on Super Tuesday at his house, Mar-a-Lago. And the reason he did that is because he wanted to look prestigious. You know, we've been talking a lot about prestige and how that's how that's something Trump is relying on is his prestige. Why do you think he did his house, did a press conference at his house in, in Florida? As opposed to a ballroom at a Holiday Inn in Alabama. What, what do you think? Right to prestige, and and they fell for it perfectly. I was watching Fox News, and Brett Baer goes, uh, "We're going to go to Carl Cameron, who's at the beautiful Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida, right there on the water." Gosh, Carl Cameron, you got the lucky assignment today. Sure did, uh, Chris. Man, it's beautiful here. There's marble on the walls, beautiful chandeliers. It's like I'm in the Palace of Versailles, and this is the private residence of Donald Trump. And it's like, guys, you just totally fell for exactly why Donald Trump wanted you to be in Mar-a-Lago. So you could talk about his prestige. Totally fell for it. It was hilarious. Anyway, I did a segment on Mar-a-Lago because it's an interesting story. Um, it was built by the, the daughter. Uh, her name's Marjorie Merriweather Post. Her dad was C.W. Post. Flip, any guess on why C.W. Post had a ton of money? Post, Post. Does his name Post ring a bell? Post, 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 Post. What's a famous Post thing? Post. Cereal? Bingo. Nailed it. Cereal. CW Post is Post Cereal. So he died. He committed suicide when his daughter was 27. And she became the wealthiest woman in the country in 1927. And 10 years later, she built Mar-a-Lago. 100,000 square foot home right on the beach in, in, uh, in Florida. It's unbelievable. Long story, but when she passed away, she gave it to the federal government to be a house, like a retreat for presidents and dignitaries, foreign dignitaries. And the federal government screwed it up for like 10 years 
And then Trump bought it for like nothing. So I told that story just because it's, it's interesting. I don't know. And you're going to see a lot more of Mar-a-Lago moving forward. Man, it was unbelievable. The emails I got, Slater, you're, oh, you are so in the bag talking about Donald Trump, how wonderful he is. And then I got, Slater, Matt, it's about time you do a positive segment on Donald Trump. And I'm like, whoa, it wasn't even about, like, <laughs> it's just people hear what they want to hear. We do it all the time. And Trump is playing that game on everyone. On everyone. Confirmation bias. You hear what you want to hear. You ignore what you don't want to hear. We do it all the time. And if I could snap my fingers, seriously, if I had one wish on changing people's behavior, you know what I'm saying? Go go with me here. If I could just change one thing, it would be to eliminate confirmation bias. We just truly, we come to an opinion and we want to polish it and protect it. And anything that may challenge it, we ignore it. And we only let in things that polish the conclusion we already came to. Really interesting. Now, why can Trump pull this off? Trump can pull it off because he doesn't really have a record. So Marco Rubio can't do it because he has a record on immigration. The gang of eight. He just can't shake it. Right? He did something in the past. He did things that were soft on immigration. And it doesn't matter if at every debate he outlines the toughest immigration policy from anyone else on stage. It doesn't matter. He can't play both sides. Trump can because he's new. So people can project whatever they want on him. And he can pull it off. That's why he can say, you know, he can blame Bush for 9-11 and he can say he was against the Iraq war, which makes him seem non-interventionalist. And then he can talk about blowing up ISIS and killing their families and people like that too. He's everything you want him to be. And I think the last point on this, he's going to use this to his advantage, still moving forward, because most people who are already supporting Donald Trump, there's nothing he can do to change their support. Nothing. Nothing. And he even said that. He said, I can shoot someone on Fifth Ave and they'd still vote for me. I think that's 100% true. There's nothing he can do. So if you support Donald Trump because he's going to build the tallest wall wall in the world and deport 11 million immigrants, you support him. You're never going to change your mind. Uh, That's what he thinks. He thinks you're never going to change his mind. So moving forward in the general election, he's going to talk more and more. First of all, he's not going to mention the wall anymore. And he's going to talk a lot more about amnesty. He will. He'll talk more about a pathway to citizenship. He'll talk. He'll move way to the middle. And because people who already supported Donald Trump because they think he's going to deport 11 million Americans because of confirmation bias, they're not even going to listen to that. They're only going to listen to what they already heard and what they wanted to believe, and they're going to ignore anything that doesn't. I guarantee it. one 900 and that's why he's going to win, because he's going to keep everyone who thinks he's going to deport 11 million people, and he's going to gain new people who say, oh, well, that's, that's a pretty sensible policy, that you just middle-of-the-road policy that Donald Trump came up with. That's surprising. I didn't know he's so, so moderate on these things. Wait for it. 